Welcome to the Converge 21 podcast preview series. What is Converge 21? Converge is a community of forward-looking ethics and compliance practitioners and leaders, and Converge 21 is where we gather and connect. You're invited to groundbreaking keynotes, fireside chats with CECOs from the world's most impactful companies, and practical workshops that will empower you to move the needle within your organization. The goal of Converge 21 is to explore emerging trends, topics, and tools that enable you to manage better ethics and compliance and drive value and impact to your overall company strategy. You will leave this conference with new resources, best practices, and actionable ideas that can put you and your compliance practice at the next level. Most importantly will be the engagement. You'll have the opportunity to engage virtually with compliance practitioners literally across the globe. This is one of the top compliance events annually and Converge 20 was a great success. I hope you will join me in attending Converge 21. We'll link to the registration and information in the show notes to this podcast. I take things in a little bit different direction today where I talk about my Converge 21 panel, but more importantly, the engagement that you can have if you participate in Converge 21. This is Tom Fox, and today I'm going to talk about my panel at Converge 21. I'm extraordinarily pleased to be on a panel with Professor Karen Woody. We're going to talk about the regulatory and enforcement landscape under the Biden administration, certainly for the first nine months of the year. Karen is going to focus on the Securities and Exchange Commission, and I'm going to focus on the Department of Justice. This is particularly appropriate because we recently had the second FCPA enforcement action of 2021. Uh, The first one was AMEC Foster Wheeler, and the second one involves another UK company, WPP. We're going to take a deep dive into these enforcement actions and try to understand how they occurred. The facts, uh, relevant facts in the time period of these cases was well into the second decade of this century. So you would think that companies had gotten the word about uh, having robust compliance functions. However, you will see from both of these enforcement actions that in the case of WPP, up until literally 2019, uh, the company was still engaging in bribery and corruption in its overseas operations. Uh, In fact, WPP uh, was noted to not even have had a compliance function. This is for a $15 billion multinational company with 100,000 employees worldwide. So you have to wonder about their commitment. Nevertheless, both uh, enforcement actions had a lot to say about a variety of areas that we're going to talk about. Mergers and acquisitions, corporate culture, internal investigations, internal controls, the interplay between internal control function, the legal department, and the compliance function, and data silos that inevitably come up and lead to compliance failures. So uh, even though there's a paucity of enforcement actions, at least to date, I think from the Department of Justice perspective, we've had a couple of interesting uh, FCPA enforcement actions. So we're really going to have a lot to talk about in a very deep dive way for my part of the presentation. 
Karen Woody is a one of the nation's leading experts on the Securities and Exchange Commission. And Karen will talk about a wide variety of topics that the SEC has focused on under the Biden administration and new chairperson, Gary Gensler. Obviously, ESG will be at the top of the list, but a wide variety of other topics, including uh, uh, climate change, uh, SPACs, and other issues that uh, have become more relevant under the new administration. Additionally, this year we've had the over $1 billion awarded now through the SEC whistleblower program, and that certainly is something that's been a huge success for the Securities and Exchange Commission and I think will be part of the ongoing uh, enforcement efforts to utilize this mechanism to garner more tips from the uh, U.S. public companies in the private sector. So expect a uh, really interesting presentation by Karen Woody as well. I'd like to spend the rest of my uh, time talking about really why you should attend Converge 21 outside the panels and presentations that I've been presenting on this podcast series. Converge 20 was uh, without a doubt the best virtual conference of 2020, and that made it the best compliance conference of 2020. And the reason is not only are there great keynote speakers, great panelists, uh, great panels, great topics, but Converge works very hard to have uh, literally as diverse as panels and presentations that one can have. And this year, they've made the effort to bring new speakers uh, to this conference. So uh, not very many prior speakers at Converge events will be speaking at this year's event. So we're going to hear new voices. And when you hear new voices, I think it always gives you the opportunity to garner some new insights uh, because these are people who typically have not been on the uh, rotational speaker series at so many uh, compliance conferences. But the other reason for your attendance at Converge 21 is frankly you. Because to me, one of the most powerful things about Converge 20 was the intersection of dialogues between three groups. There was a dialogue between the speaker and the audience, obviously. Uh, Then there was a dialogue back from the audience to the speaker in forms of questions and comments. But in many ways, the most interesting and perhaps the most long-term useful dialogue that went on was between the audience itself. So uh, people will pose questions to audience members. People will comment upon uh, the topic or the speaker and have other audience members uh, jump in and comment as well. And then there'll be a a dialogue created uh, during the presentation between the audience and other and members of the audience, and I found this to be uh, literally one of the most powerful dialogues and in- forms of engagement that I've ever seen at a conference. Obviously, you have that type of interpersonal dialogue in an in-person event, but uh, as we all know from last year, in-person events didn't happen. And now, uh, as we hopefully move. Uh, into the next phase of the coronavirus health crisis through the Delta variant and perhaps beyond, we are still in this virtual phase. So 
you will have the opportunity to uh, do what Wendy Barger said, uh, make new colleagues, make new friends, garner new information and new ways to approach problems that perhaps you could not do so um, at a um, live event. And if you're an introvert and you're really not comfortable with walking up to people, introducing yourself and starting a conversation, you may be much more comfortable in doing so uh, virtually. And that's really the power of conversant and the converge events. The converge events continue the dialogue in the uh, converge community. So you'll have the opportunity to follow up, perhaps have a uh, uh, dialogue with some of your colleagues that you meet at the event, but you'll also have the opportunity for white papers, for blogs, uh, for other materials that you can implement directly into your compliance program. So the converge event really operates on multiple levels. Uh, the part uh, I've been involved with that I've been visiting with you about is the speakers and the panels. But I would ask you to consider how powerful it can be for you if you have the chance to engage an individual dialogue with other uh, Converge attendees and that you can really have the opportunity to uh, swap stories, learn best practices, get some insights about how you might uh, de design, enhance or uh, your compliance program or implement any of those. So it will really have uh, the opportunity for you to take a deep dive into a variety of topics, both the topics that are covered by the speakers and topics that uh, come up during each presentation. I can't really talk enough about how powerful this type of engagement is for the compliance professionals because, uh, frankly, we haven't been able to have this type of dialogue for so long. And now, with Converge 21, following up on the power of Converge 20 from last year, it gives you the opportunity can't beat the price. It's free. So I hope you will join me, Tom Fox, in attending Converge 21. And I hope that you'll engage with me and others in the Converge community in the dialogue that is ongoing uh, during each keynote, during each panel, during each speech, and during each presentation. So check out the information that you'll find in the show notes around Converge 21 and I look forward to seeing you at the event. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I hope you will join me at Converge 21. We're going to link to the information and registration page in the show notes. It's going to be a great conference, literally one of the best annually going forward.